Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. It's Christmas time. And we have all had this experience where we come to Christmas and we come to this Christmas season and we're trying to have fun and we're trying to enjoy the moment and there's always that one or two or in in some of our family six people who are just grumpy. Am I right? There's always that grumpy person in the mix of this Christmas celebration And sometimes they're grumpy just because, I don't know, they're just that kind of grumpy person. But sometimes it's, sometimes it's something a lot deeper. Sometimes it's a situation where they come to Christmas and they have a hard time celebrating and remembering and enjoying Christmas because of some of the pain that has become associated with Christmas for them. And some of you have been in the situation where you have looked at people and been like, why are you so grumpy? Why can't you celebrate? And then you entered into a time where you lost something. Or you lost someone. Or someone wasn't there anymore. And all of a sudden you started to understand and you started to be that grumpy person at Christmas. Back a a number of years ago, back when I was in in high school, just after I had received my call to ministry actually, in December, I think it was December 8th, there was a, a car crash down in Yarmouth. And one of the students in my high school who I, who I knew was killed in a car crash. And this is right before Christmas. And the question that I had in that moment in trying to figure this thing out is like, how are we supposed to do Christmas when this 16-year-old kid was just killed in a car crash. Do we put Christmas on hold? Does this somehow ruin Christmas? Is Christmas done? Is it not possible? Or is there some way to still celebrate Christmas in the middle of that loss? Well, I want you all to know here today that As many of us are dealing with loss in one format or another, and this is a reality for most of us, if not all of us in this room, that we come to Christmas and there is some issue of loss there, I need you to understand that when you come to Christmas and all you want is that missing person, all you want is that someone that's missing to be back in your life, I want you to know, I need you to understand today that when you are missing people, it does not ruin Christmas. It actually highlights it. Missing people does not ruin 
Christmas, it highlights it. And it doesn't matter if it's a mat, if you're in this situation where somebody has died. Maybe it was a family member or a friend or, or just you're looking out into the community and it was somebody that was just too young. And you're feeling that hit. Or if it was a situation where you or somebody you love moved away. And I know there are a number of you here who are not where you have spent the last 20, 30, 40 years and you have moved and you are far away from a lot of people. And there are other people that have moved far away from you and you are feeling that sting of not being there, not being with that community, not being with those people. Maybe your friends have moved away, maybe your kids have moved away, whatever the situation is. Maybe your parents have moved and you are just separated from them and it comes to Christmas and you're hoping to be together and especially over the past two years we have felt that sting of not being able to be together with those people. Or it's a situation where things have just happened. Maybe your marriage fell apart. Maybe you messed up. Maybe somebody in your life messed up and those relationships just broke. And there's been that disconnection. And you really miss those people. Or maybe Maybe you're just so angry about what has happened or so disappointed and frustrated. Maybe you don't miss those people, but you miss the role that they played and that, that, that hole that they filled in your life. And you, you have that, that emptiness there. Or maybe you're just in the situation where it feels like you're all alone. Maybe you're, nobody gets you. You're not connected. Maybe you're going through life and you're single and you don't want to be single. You just feel alone. And you get to Christmas and you say, all I want for Christmas is that someone that's missing. I want you to know that missing people doesn't ruin Christmas. It highlights it. Now I'm going to tell you why. In Luke chapter 13, Verse 34, Jesus says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent those sent to you, how often I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus is looking over the people of Israel. He's looking over the, the city of Jerusalem, and He sees them. He sees them in in, in this situation where they have ignored God, they have run away from God, and he has this incredible burning desire just to gather them together, to bring them together, to bring them home, to say, come home, come I want to fix this. I want you to be part of my, my family. I want you to be in here. I want to keep you safe. I just want to gather you. And you guys haven't been willing. And his heart is broken because even though he wants them so to be close They're refusing. And we don't see this situation where Jesus sees the people and He sees the lost and He sees people going to hell and He sees people that are ignoring Him and fighting Him. He doesn't see them and just go, you know what, it's Christmas time, I'm going to put on a brave face and I'm just going to be cheerful all about it. We don't see that in Jesus at all. What we see is a Jesus who sees 
people who are missing, and his heart breaks. We see a Jesus that doesn't ignore the sadness. He embraces the sadness. And we too need to not ignore those feelings, those feelings of loss, those feelings of emptiness, those feelings of pain. Jesus didn't ignore them and neither should we. That is part of the heart of Christ, that He sees the people that are missing. And He misses them. And He's allowed to miss them. In John chapter 1, Verse 14, John writes, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. This is one of those crazy passages in the Bible that basically says that God Himself became a human being in the form of a baby, Jesus. That God of heaven came to earth as a human. That He cared so much about us that He was willing to leave heaven, leave the status of heaven, leave the the position of heaven and come down to earth as a humble, limited human to reconnect with us. It was of such vital importance to Him that He left heaven to come to be with you. That's what this passage has compressed in these few words. Is that Jesus saw people that were missing. He saw us and instead of saying, well, they're missing, who cares? Or, well, I've got a few people so I'm happy with them. He saw the people that were missing. And he was willing to make incredible sacrifices to reconnect. And I think we should too. That for Jesus, he came. We have Christmas because he came because he wanted to reconnect with people that were missing from his life. And so should we. In John chapter 11, verse 40, the situation is happening where Jesus has this friend named Lazarus. And they had sent word for Jesus to come because he was sick and and he didn't come right away and Lazarus died. And eventually he shows up and he's Lazarus has died and he is buried and he's in a tomb and it, the whole family's there and like Jesus what took you so long why why didn't you come before you could have saved his life you could have kept him from dying and Jesus is there and he sees these people in this such agony and he acknowledges that his friend has died and Jesus weeps and then and then he says this to them Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? He says to them, 
This is a sad situation. This is a hard situation. You are allowed to be sad. I am sad in this situation. But I'm not done yet. And he goes and he calls out to Lazarus. And he says, Lazarus, come on out! And Jesus raises him from the dead. And that is this incredible miracle. This is this incredible display of power that Jesus has. And it is this incredible statement saying that He can raise people from the dead. And that death is not the end anymore. The resurrection has always been part of the plan. And it is part of the plan. And for everyone that chooses to follow Jesus and go along His path will end up where He has gone and where He's going. And that includes resurrection. And that death is not the end. And that even though we have loss, even though we have this separation, even though we have death in our lives, that for everyone that follows Him, there is a reunion. And that we will be raised back to life. And Jesus came to make that possible. In Luke Chapter 19, verse 10. Jesus says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. For all of you here who feel like that missing person that's all alone, who's disconnected, doesn't have a place to belong, feels lost. Jesus came looking for you. He came looking for you. Jesus came to seek, to search, and to save the lost. He has not forgotten you. He has been searching for you. And you have no need to be alone anymore. When we look at Christmas, we have this incredible moment in history where God became man. And He didn't come to be man just so we could have a holiday, not so that we could just have this religious moment, but He came to do these things He came to say that you do not need to ignore the sadness. The sadness and the loss and the pain that you feel is real. You don't have to bury it. You don't have to ignore it. That is is part of this world. You can embrace it. You're allowed to. I'm embracing it. Don't ignore that sadness. But He also came to say, I am doing whatever I can to reconnect with those who are missing. To get us back together. To fix broken relationships. To go out of my way to find people that are missing. And bring them back together. He's saying that even though there is this incredible final peace called death that seems to be overwhelming and conquering everything and so incredibly painful, that that is not the end and that He has the power to defeat it. And he is saying that now that I'm here, death is no longer the final chapter. Death is no longer the end. And you don't need to fear it. 
And that if you follow Him, there is a reunion coming. And He's saying that all of you that feel alone, I have come for you. To be with you. They called His name Emmanuel, which means God with us. You see, in, the, in, in this feeling, in this feeling of pain, in this feeling of hurt, in this feeling of loss, and where you, you look out and you see people and you don't see the people that you want to be with. And it might be your family is, is distant. It may be that somebody has died. Or you may be you, you feel alone. It may be that there was broken relationships, whatever it is, and you are missing these people. Those, those are exactly the reasons why Jesus came. That is absolutely the reason that we have Christmas. You see, missing people doesn't ruin Christmas. It highlights why we needed it. It highlights that Jesus came to solve it, to fix it. It highlights what Christmas really does. That Jesus came to embrace the sadness, to bring us back together, to give us the hope of resurrection, and to be with us. Now, on the off chance that one of you, somebody is here, and is not wrestling with those things, and maybe you can't relate to the situations in those four, those four passages and the, and the four things that we see in Jesus. I guarantee that somebody you know is. And it's our job that if we aren't struggling with that, it is our job to be filled with compassion for those that are filled with that feeling of loss. Don't think that when you miss somebody at Christmas time, it's going to ruin it. Let it remind you who Jesus is. Let it remind you why He came, that He came. And He came to be with us and to bring us back together. Back when I was in high school, and I was thinking through this, and I was thinking about the family of this student that died. It was the reality of Jesus' work and his resurrection that gave me hope. Because I was able to look at the life of this young man and his death and know because of Christmas. It was not the end for him. And that his family was going to meet him again. And because of Christmas, they were not defeated by that situation. Missing people does not ruin Christmas. 
Don't let anyone ever tell you that. It highlights it. So let, let it highlight Jesus and the reason for Christmas in your life. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Thank you.